The president has made it clear to his top aides in no uncertain terms he not only will reject any political advice that he tried to limit Hunter's public visibility, but that he also does not want to hear any such suggestions. People close to the president tell NBC News keeping his son near also means keeping him safe because Hunter is a recovering drug addict. You know, we speculated on that exact thinking yesterday right here on this show. That's absolutely right. That was the theory we came up with. It is the Chris Plant Show. Welcome to Thursday on the Chris Plant Show. Mike Opelka, my name, sitting in for Chris as he is on the cruise. But that very statement made by one Willie Geist up there on the MSNBC channel, that very statement confirms what we speculated about yesterday, that the uh, proximity between Hunter Biden and his father, who happens to be the president, I don't know if you were aware of this, uh, was likely due to uh, the, the claim that will be made that all of this Hunter Biden piffle, as Democrats will likely tell you, all of this noise is because Hunter's a drug addict and that's why he made bad decisions. Hunter, Hunter has a problem. It, the crack could come back any time and get to him. And Hunter, being close to Joe... Because we know Joe is as sharp as a razor, isn't he? And he will keep Hunter on the straight and narrow. I really am surprised there isn't a tether. A tether like we talked about yesterday that so many mothers in the uh, 60s and 70s used to put on their kids while they're walking in public. Yes, our family had one. But that's amazing, isn't it? So where Joe goes, Hunter goes. And maybe they should put on Hunter. Now, here's something. I saw this yesterday on one of the crime shows. There are 47,000 crime shows on TV, in case you hadn't noticed. Uh, watching a, a program called uh, Court Cam, which is an amalgamation of uh, courtroom scenes from all over the country. And they're great, little vignettes. And uh, a judge was debating whether or not he should put an anklet on a woman who was going to be on probation because she couldn't stop the drinking and driving and stuff. But they had her with a breathalyzer at home, and she had to, every day she had to pick up the court breathalyzer and blow into it, and then it would send a reading to the court, but she had missed a day. So the judge says, well, we're just going to put an anklet on you, not an ankle bracelet. Everybody says ankle bracelet. Can we get a little more exact language here? It's an anklet. A bracelet is on your wrist. An anklet is on your ankle. A necklace is on your neck. See how that works? Anyway, the judge wanted to put an anklet on this woman, and the anklet constantly measures whether or not she has alcohol in her system. I'm sure we probably have the same technology that can tell us uh, whether or not someone has uh, the crack cocaine in their system. Or just the cocaine or whatever it is they're using. So why don't we just put one of them devices on Hunter? And then you could have an app, I'm sure, on your phone or on your smartwatch that would tell you every time the, uh, the breach has happened, every time someone has fallen off the wagon, which is, I guess, what they're worried about. And I, I do believe the timing of the offer for Hunter Biden, the plea agreement, is definitely made in order to try and create something 
that would give uh, Joe cover during the campaign. If Hunter's on on some sort of court-ordered observation for the next year and a half, then Joe could say, I'm not going to answer questions about my son. He's, uh, he's currently on, on probation and he's, uh, he's being monitored. So we're trying to make sure he gets through his probationary period. He doesn't have jail time for the crimes he committed, especially as it relates to the, uh, the gun, which he did violate federal crime on that, at least one. So we predicted it yesterday, and it seems like uh, that's the case, that Joe is keeping Hunter right there next to him, Velcroed to him. I wonder, I, I do wonder if Hunter's living at the White House. It's, a, it's an observation I made some time ago when we learned that there were many Bidens living at the White House. And I will tell you, without reservation, if I had a, um, a father, a brother, an uncle— who happened to be president of the United States and there were an opportunity to live at the White House, you bet I would live at the White House, even if it only were a short period of time. Because you know when you're driving around and in case you get pulled over and an officer of the law asks you for your license and insurance and you pull out your driver's license and the address says 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue because you know you would run down to the DMV immediately. And get that driver's license. I absolutely would. You know, the, um, the cop would look at you and say, uh, your driver's license says 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Uh, isn't that the White House? Yes, sir. Yes, officer, it is. Okay, slow down. Keep going. Carry on. That's absolutely what would happen. So I do, I do suspect that Hunter may be living at the White House, uh, even if it's only a temporary situation. We also have other things to talk about as it relates to the Biden crime family. There is um, new, new evidence in the form of interviews from whistleblower Gary Shapley and some other statements from James Comer. And we, have, uh, we just have a mountain of evidence that makes it seem like this, this has been a known crime and a known crime family in D.C., but the DOJ just wants to stand on the sidelines and go, nope, nothing to see here. We got, we got nothing. And we'll share some of that with you because it is apparently everywhere that this is being discussed. Yesterday, we also talked about the firing of uh, Alyssa Heinerschneid from um, Bud Light. The Anheuser-Busch company cleaned house in the marketing department in terms of the top executives. And Heiner Schneid is gone. Well, the CEO of Anheuser-Busch showed up on CBS News yesterday. I don't think they've learned their lesson. And I, I really think that's kind of interesting. So we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, Joe did travel to Chicago yesterday. And I think we actually played the clip yesterday. Michael, I think before the end of the show, you gave us the clip of Joe Biden, he was coming out of the White House, getting ready to jump on a helicopter to go over to Joint Base Andrews and fly to Chicago for a money vacuuming exercise and uh, some speechifying. And Joe actually stopped and talked to reporters and he made a confused statement. I know that's not unusual, but he, um, he said the wrong country 
when he was talking about Vladimir Putin and the war that Putin started in Ukraine. So, but but he's, he's clearly losing the war in Iraq. He's losing the war at home. Yeah, he's clearly losing the war in Iraq, and he's clearly losing the war at home. Uh, Joe Biden has done that now twice in 24 hours. He has confused the countries. But that, that's not exactly the first time he's done that. It's not. Joe Biden has a problem here. And again, I've said we've, we've been privy to watching the deterioration of the, uh, the gray matter in Joe Biden's brain. Uh, so here's a little montage of these moments put together by a guy on Twitter named uh, Mays Moore. He does great work monitoring all these Biden flubs and stuff. Here's a little bit of Mays Moore's uh, montage, as it were. Putin may circle Kiev with tanks, but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. Whether or not they're pulling back from Fallujah and the, I mean, from the, the Kherson. You know, we're dealing with that for a whole second. Inflation is a worldwide problem right now because of a war in Iraq and the impact on oil and what Russia's doing. To what extent has Vladimir Putin been weakened by recent events? So he's done this before at least four times now, but twice in the last 24 hours. Does that mean the frequency is increasing? That the situation is getting worse? More than likely, because with dementia, and it's a horrible situation, if you've ever had a family member that you have watched suffer through Alzheimer's, dementia, any kind of cognitive decline, Today is the best day because we don't have a solution. We haven't figured it out medically. But for people who have dementia, Alzheimer's, cognitive decline, today is the best day they're going to have for the rest of their life. And when you start seeing the increases in the mistakes, when you see the problems with memory happening more often, it's a sign that the, the deterioration is picking up pace. And that's why I think a lot of us are concerned. So we know that uh, the brain relies on oxygen, right? That's one of the things that is critical to keep your brain healthy. And if, you, if your brain is deprived of oxygen, then it starts to um, shed cells, things die upstairs between the ears. And so yesterday when Joe Biden came out of the White House and he made that statement and he screwed up again, and said the war in Iraq, at the same time, there were these little marks on the side of Joe Biden's head. It was weird. And people were talking about it on social media, saying, what are the marks on the side of Joe Biden's head? It was happening live as the president was leaving the White House, and he stopped to speak to reporters. And it wasn't until someone from the press pool or whether it was a cameraman, someone went, hey, I recognize those marks on the side of the head. Those are the marks you get when you've just taken off your CPAP mask. The mask that helps people who have sleep apnea breathe at night because you don't want your brain deprived of oxygen. And then the White House finally had to come out and admit that, yeah, Joe Biden has uh, sleep apnea. And he wears a CPAP mask. 
and millions of people do it. I've, I've seen commercials with William Shatner trying to sell you something that cleans your CPAP or something. I don't know what it is. I don't have it. I'm fortunate to be able to sleep through the night. But why didn't we know about this? Why were we not told that the President of the United States has sleep apnea and is required to wear a CPAP mask? Remember, he had his year-end physical, and we really didn't hear about it for quite some time. So there are people on the left who are saying, well, it's not a big deal. Like I said, millions of people wear CPAP masks to, to sleep and get a good night's sleep because they have sleep apnea. So why are you bothering? It's, it's nothing unusual. Well, let's connect the dots here. What else aren't they telling us? What else about Joe Biden's health are we being denied to know? This is, this is very, very important. The transparency or lack thereof, from this administration, is now down to a level where I think even people on the left, even people on the left can admit that there's a problem. Now, I'm going to play uh, fair and balanced here. I am going to play fair and balanced. Yeah, yesterday, uh, Joe Biden, for the second time in 24 hours, confused a country Iraq and Ukraine, you know, even a little far apart, too. And it's happened in the past to Republicans. So let's be fair. George W. Bush made a similar mistake. I'll play it. And you're welcome to join us at 888-630-9625. 888-630-9625. It's the Chris Plant Show. Michael Pelka is my name. In for Chris this week. It's the Chris Plant Show. Let's go. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. U.S. Cellular customers, I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like y'all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. And welcome back to the Chris Plant Show. Michael Pelka in for my buddy Chris Plant. You know, I was looking back at the, this day in history because I do that. And on this day back in 1917... Ukraine proclaimed its independence from Russia. Kind of feels like maybe uh, Vlad wants to um, renege on that proclamation or deny it. We shall see. Just kind of interesting. 1917 on this date. I wonder if there's some celebration going on in, uh, 
in Ukraine today, or they might be busy with a war. I did mention that I want to be fair, and I always like to be fair. I think that's important as a broadcaster that you do present reality and the truth. And the truth is Joe Biden is almost um, daily making bumbles and mumbles and stumbles that expose his cognitive decline. But those mumbles, those mistakes happen. But very frequently, in the case of Joe Biden, in the last 12 months, George Bush was speaking at the George W. Bush Institute, and he made a similar mistake and caught it and corrected it as well, just in case you didn't hear it. The result is an absence of checks and balances in Russia and the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. Yes, a lot of people are saying, uh, that's interesting. And uh, the uh, former president was very self-deprecating. Iraq, anyway. uh, (laughs) 75. Uh, Yeah, he's 76 years old now, so it was in the last year. But I like to be fair. And, and balanced. But I also am a very conservative person who doesn't mind pointing out the failings of the conservative world as well as the multiple failings of the liberal world. Uh, speaking of the liberal world, um, he visited us yesterday briefly, and I'm going to give him a chance because he has an opinion on this. Mike the Lib is joining us from Gainesville, Virginia. Hello, Mike. Hello, Michael. Okay. Uh, yes, uh, his speaking is a possibility, of course. But what about uh, the Trump administer tape, where he certainly didn't understand how to protect national security? He Wait a minute, Mike, 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 freeze him. Okay, put him down, put him down. Uh, Mike, I hope you can hear me. You told the screener one thing, and you're now trying to talk about something else. We're not talking about the Trump tape. It's not on the agenda. And as most of the rational world learned yesterday, the document discussed in the Trump tape that was leaked to CNN by obviously someone inside the DOJ or the special counsel, the document being discussed or in question isn't even involved in the indictments brought against Mr. Trump. So the point is moot. Please try and stay on topic, people. It's very important. We do want to be honest with one another. It's Michael Pelka in for Chris Plant on The Chris Plant Show. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. <laughs> I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Happy Thursday. It is the Chris Plant Show. Michael Pelka in for Chris Plant, reminding you just 494 days until 
We select a new president. We select a House of Representatives and a Senate. And hopefully it'll go the correct direction this time. Well, hopefully. We did get the House. It's a slim majority, but let's hope common sense returns and we widen that majority. And and maybe the uh, Senate returns to sanity as well. I think there are eight critical seats that the Democrats have to defend. I was looking at some of the numbers yesterday. I know it's 494 days. It's a long way. Trust me, it'll be here before you know it. In terms of Senate races, one of the key races that the Democrats are putting just a whole lot of money into already is the race against Ted Cruz. And in the last Ted Cruz Senate election, Ted won, and it appeared to be a big victory. Remember, he was running against uh, Beto, and um, he beat him quite easily. But there were eight counties, just eight counties out of all of the counties in Texas, where had they flipped and gone Democrat, Ted Cruz might have lost. So they're putting a lot of money into those counties, they, the Democrats. And that's why it's important for us to stay engaged and involved uh, 494 days out from the election, because it's, it's important, very important. I'm going to get back to some of the things, uh, dumb things Joe Biden said yesterday, and we'll talk more about the whistleblower case. Uh, we'll talk about a story that popped up last week that China was looking to reestablish the old Soviet spy bases in Cuba. And that went public. And it looks like that may have been stopped. However, Vladimir Putin may be thinking, it's not a bad idea. Maybe we should uh, see if our keys still work on those buildings. So we'll look at that. Canada, Canada and the smoke that's hitting Chicago. It's apparently racist. Uh, It also hit Cleveland, heard from one of the great Chris Plant listeners, Susie, in the Cleveland area, who told us that the smoke was hitting them, too. But that smoke is apparently racist. I'll explain. There's a lot of uh, noise being made about the new Indiana Jones movie. And Harrison Ford, at 80 years old, certainly looks more aware than Joe Biden. They're kind of the same age. But there's a lot of stink being made about what people are saying about his co-star, Karen Allen. We'll talk about that. Uh, Robert Kennedy was praised by, from Donald Trump. Donald Trump said good things about Robert Kennedy, and Kennedy was asked about it. And the answer is really interesting. And we'll get into all that. But some of you have been on the phone for quite a while, so uh, holding. So let's kind of burn through a couple of calls here real quickly, and then we'll get on to some of the other topics here. Wayne is in Jefferson, Maryland. Hello, Wayne. Welcome to the Chris Plant Show. What's on your mind? Yeah, hi, uh, Dr. Opelka. Uh, I have a couple of things. First is, I guess, a family matter for you. How is Riley, your nephew, doing? I was really hoping he would be playing in Wimbledon, and I certainly hope he's playing in the U.S. Open this fall. Um, uh, Wayne is talking about my nephew, my, my brother George's son, Riley, who is an American professional tennis player last year. At this time, Riley was ranked number 17 in the world. Uh, He's a a great young American, and he got injured last summer. The injury was apparently most most obvious in Washington, D.C. at the D.C. Open, 
where his hip uh, had a problem and he he had surgery a year ago, August 20, I think on his birthday, August 28th, and uh, was set to come back at the end of December, early January, and he injured his wrist. And both of those injuries, your hip and your wrist, are kind of important to tennis players. So he dedicated the rest of the early part of this year to rehabbing. And it looks like he's about to come back. I know he posted uh, pictures of himself in London, in Wimbledon Whites, yesterday and uh i i think it's going to be hard court season when we see him come back so after wimbledon i'm just guessing because i i stay out of his business i i'm a big fan like probably like you and i go watch him but yeah thanks for asking riley opelka one of the one of the crew of young american men and women who are doing very well in the tennis world these days and uh it's amazing to see him play in person so if pro tennis comes to your town and it's a big tournament. You should go support it anyway. But they're, they are phenomenal athletes. And they're not like uh, basketball players who get coddled by a team owner. All of these, these athletes in golf and tennis have to go out and make their way. They're like independent businesses. And if they don't do well, guess what? They don't get paid that week. So it's a, it's a really tough business to be in. But he's, he's 26 years old now. And I hope he comes back very soon too so thanks for asking wayne uh, you did you have something else you wanted to ask quickly yeah, as as we discussed in the past i used to work in the house of representative I, the representatives i even spent a couple of years on the appropriations committee and uh all i can say is you know i actually think that speaker mccarthy's done a, a reasonably good job as speaker considering his narrow margin and i think he did the best he could in in, in, in a bad uh debt negotiation but the real rubber hits the road because we're now in appropriation season. And if Republicans want to live up to what they've been trying to sell the public and tell the public for the last 20 years, they can start including provisions that say none of the funds in this act shall be used or any other act shall be used for. And whatever the case might be, back when I was there was keeping uh, chemical weapons from being shipped to Johnston Atoll. Senator Inouye always put that provision in the bill. To make sure no money went to ship chemical weapons out to Johnston Atoll from the United States. That kind of language can be put in every single appropriations bill. You can do everything from stopping investigation and uh, prosecution of uh, uh, President Trump to uh, language that compels the, uh, the government to build the wall. You can do whatever you want. And then they can also do what Speaker O'Neill did, which is recess until the call of the chair and put the, uh, put the matter completely on the Democrats. But they have the power to do it if they want to. Yeah, we, that's a really great point. We always talk about the power of the purse lives in the House, but we rarely see it flexed. And we always hear, well, we're going to defund those IRS agents. Well, we're going to take some money away from these special counsels. No, mo- money seems to continue flowing uh, no matter what we say. And it truly is something that if the House is serious if the GOP in the House happens to be serious. They will push, push, push and take that money and say, no, we're not doing this. And I, I hope that happens, Wayne. I hope you, your ideas, your thoughts are heard and put into action. I appreciate you calling. And thanks for the thoughts about Riley. Uh, Tony is in Riverdale, Maryland. Tony, welcome to the Chris Plant Show. What's on your mind? Um, the scrap marks on President Biden's face. Yes. 
I know that uh, it's been suggested that he has sleep apnea and it's a CPAP machine strap mark. I have a different take on it, and it might be a little bit odd. Well, but, uh, Tony, before, Tony body- hold on. Tony, Tony, hold on. Hold on one second. Before you go into your your odd take on this, and that's your words, not mine, um, I'm just wondering because I was told they were indentations, you know, like when you sleep funny on a pillow and you get a mark on your face. I didn't think they were scratch marks like you might have when, you know, your face gets scratched. So are they indentations or are they scratch marks? Well, okay, like I say, my take is a little bit differently and it might be a bit odd. But given the speculated uh, sexual proclivities of the various Biden clan, showering with your daughter and things like that, I got to wonder if the strap marks are actually from a ball gag. Okay, now we got to take a break. I'm, t- I'm sorry, you're really, you're way out there on this one, Tony. I, I'm, I'm not even going to go. Thank you for that image, but no thank you. Uh, I'm going to take a second opinion on this. Phil is in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Phil, you have a theory on the marks on Biden's face not being from a CPAP machine? Yeah, well, first off, I uh, must respect anybody who does CPAP because it's it's a nightmare. And the, yeah. uh, and my wife had to do it. Uh, she never could get the mask right. But those mask marks, they go away. If Joe Biden's eating his bowl of oatmeal in the morning, they go away. Secondly, they use a uh, professional makeup person. And thirdly, he's been doing this since 2008. Fifteen years he's been doing this CPAP, and suddenly we see this. What I'm telling you, what you're seeing is oxygen being left on him until the very last instant before he walks out on stage. I'm telling you, they are pumping this guy full of every possible way they can to keep him from embarrassing himself on stage. And that's what you're seeing. You're seeing the the use of an oxygen, a pure oxygen mask on his face. I, literally, when he walks off that stage or right before he comes out of that stage, it must look like a NASCAR pit stop where they've got Joe on a gurney with all kinds of stuff on him, and I wouldn't be surprised if they use like a cattle prod to stick him in the back to say, go ahead, Joe, go out there. Now now we've got to add cattle prod to the ball gag uh, line earlier. It's getting very weird in the first hour of the Chris Plant Show today. I don't think you're too far off on this one, Phil. Uh, there, There is a, um, a great possibility that oxygen could be used. Look, when we watch uh, professional sporting events, when you watch marathons or, or running events or bicycling events, when a player comes off the field or off their bike and they, they are taking a quick break, they're often given a hit of oxygen to maybe get them back. So that could be the case. Because I was wondering, too, did Joe get up so late that he still had the marks on his face? Was that the situation we were dealing with? Yesterday it really was kind of bizarre to see. And yeah, I'm not belittling anybody who deals with sleep apnea. It is a it's a struggle. And it's also a, a market that must be so big because every time you turn on late night TV, there are myriad commercials explaining the products that are out there to try and help people get sleep. And sleep really is when your body heals itself or tries to heal itself every single night. So maybe it is the oxygen. 
maybe there's a, a Prevagen and Red Bull IV drip that's going on, too. Um, maybe they should go the Michael Jackson route and put a hyperbaric chamber inside the White House. And Joey could sleep in that. Who knows? But this is one of those things that transparency, which this administration promised us, they were going to be the most transparent presidency in the history of our country. This would be a time and a place where they should release all of the health records, the medical records, especially from the president's last physical. Why won't they do it? Because there's something in there that's a problem. And why hasn't he taken a cognitive test? I think that answer is apparent. Thanks for calling, Phil. I appreciate you. All right, one more call on this. And this one, I see Kennedy, Trump, Biden listed in the remarks. Bob is in Ohio. Hello, Bob. Welcome to the Chris Plant Show. What's up? Yes, good morning. Uh, first of all, your last caller was 100% on the money. Getting back to uh, Kennedy, Biden, Trump, um, Kennedy and, and Trump are the Republicans, excuse me, the Democrats' worst nightmare. And you'll notice that Kennedy is now creeping up in the numbers. The more he talks, the more he's accepted by the mainstream Democrats. I honestly, my prediction is that you'll see Kennedy running against Trump, and that is a coin toss. Uh, Biden is, he needs to be removed from office. He's the most dangerous thing. He's more dangerous than the nuclear codes. He really is. This man is incapable of making a, a salient decision of any kind. And he's going to get us in a damn shooting war with the Chinese. So that's all I've got. You're going to see right. Kennedy Trump. Well, um, it's, a, it's an interesting thought when we get back from break. I'm going to play the clip from yesterday when uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. was asked about Donald Trump's kind words. And you can judge for yourself. It's Michael Pelka in for Chris Plant on The Chris Plant Show. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. <laughs> when you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. It is the Chris Plant Show on a Thursday. Michael Pelka in for Chris. He returns after he returns from the cruise. So after the Independence Day holiday, I'm here today, tomorrow, and Monday. So hang out and we'll get together. We were just talking with Bob in Ohio who talked about the Robert Kennedy Jr., Donald Trump, Biden triangle that we may face in the upcoming election. And I mentioned that uh, Mr. Kennedy had gotten a question about Donald Trump saying nice things about him. And this happened at a town hall. It seems like we're having a bazillion town halls with all the different news channels trying to get one up on the other. And I think we're going to know everything about these people that they want us to know, but not everything we want to know about them. Because of these town halls, they never really directly answer a question. Case in point, 
Robert Kennedy Jr. on the News Nation Town Hall yesterday. They're calling it Decision Desk 24, 494 days away from the election. And here's the, uh, the question that was raised of, of Mr. Kennedy. You say that you're a Democrat, um, but you're getting a lot of support from a lot of leading voices on the right, like Steve Bannon, Tucker Carlson, Alex Jones, former President Donald Trump. Many Democrats fear that you're a spoiler in the race, that you will damage President Biden in the primary and grease the skids for former President Trump to return to the Oval Office. This week, former President Trump said about you, Kennedy is smart and he's a common sense guy. What kind of man do you think Donald Trump is? Now, that interesting question. She asked, what kind of man do you think Donald Trump is after he said nice things about you? That's a really interesting journalistic trap. Uh, Kennedy initially danced around it. Well, you know, here's what I'm not going to do in this race. I'm not going to attack other people personally. I don't think it's good for our country. Now, great. That's a great answer. I'm not going to attack other people personally. But that also assumes you don't agree with Donald John Trump. That kind of quietly said, says to the uh, reporter... Uh, I don't like the guy, but I'm not going to trash him here. And then he goes on and rambles on for a while about what his father was trying to do and how his father's funeral had people from all across the country gathered on the rail line between New York and D.C. as the body was brought to D.C. to be buried. And then at the very end of it, after about a minute and a half of filibustering, Mr. Kennedy said the following. And so I'm proud that President Trump likes me, even though I don't agree with him on most of his issues, I'm, because I don't want to alienate people. I want to bring people together. I'm proud that all these people like me and that I have independent supporters and Democratic supporters and that I'm able to bring a lot of people. You know, every Democrat says, I want to end the polarization. But how do you do that without talking to people who don't agree with you? Perfect, right? That truly is one of the top issues in the latest polling. The polarization between left and right is one of the most popular issues to solve from every voter in this country. That's the latest Pew Research poll. And that's where elections are won. In the areas where voters on the right and the left can agree. Kennedy is going to be a problem for whomever is the nominee on the Republican side. And if he runs as a third party candidate, which I think is a very strong possibility, he would be a huge problem for Joe Biden or for Gavin Newsom or for anybody. So this guy is not going away. And they're going to try and demonize him, talk about what he has said about vaccines. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit later. But I thought that was a fascinating exchange from a guy who has incredible power in the upcoming presidential election. It's Mike Opelka in for Chris Plant on The Chris Plant Show. (laughs) 
The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 